You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Networks. It's been a long time coming to the podcast sphere. Football ephemera and it's finally here. We're not talking games or stats and there will be no typical sports radio chats. Uh, talk about helmets, who got the best man? Todd and Marcus, yeah, they'll select one. But the rest got no chance. No chance in hell, No chance. Championship uh, week weekend. Uh, it's a celebration. Oh, is that a Mar- Marcus has popped the top on some Confederate champagne? That was a strawberry bubbly. Oh, it did bamboozled me. Trying to save the Confederate champagne, that sweet sauce of the South uh, for weekends. The Dixieland delight. Yes. Uh, it, it had me. It had the same color and stylizing of a of a Coca Cola. About fifty percent of the same enjoyment too, but <laughs> it's good enough. Just good enough. But it is championship week, the championship episode, and therefore the finale for now of No Chance in Helmet. The Lamborghini of NFL Helmet Ranking Podcasts. I am and have been, Tim, for the enjoyment, the the leading the leading of these two witnesses through this being six episodes of Helmety Goodness. And for the last time, I get to welcome in from uh Longbox Heroes, Longbox Heroes After Dark, uh Todd. Todd. How are you on this uh, championship episode? I'm fantastic. I'm ready to, you know, argue it out. I, I had my walk-up music before we, we got on here in my head. So I'm ready. Like, I'm pumped. I'm jacked. The only thing I should do is I should pop some steroids to get ready for this big head-on collision with me and Marcus. That's right. You got to gotta get on the, on the meal plan and, and, and wait up a little bit. But... On the other side of Todd is the co-host of Final Wrestling Place here on the soon-to-be-named network. Uh, it is my good close personal friend, Marcus. Marcus, how the H are you? I'm doing great, and I'm excited that we are here at the finale where we will determine the very best halo of CTE. That's right. The very best NFL helmets. The, the brain cradles of uh, the NFL. And we have we have run the gamut. Uh, go back if you if this is your first episode listening, uh, you must be me and must love finales and only finales. Um, do yourself a favor, go back, listen to us chron, chron or uh, I don't even know what word I'm trying to say chronologically. No, because that talks about uh, time. Chronicle. We chronicle. Chronicle. All of the divisions of the NFL. The Easts, the Norths, the Souths, the Wests, uh, till we get we got down to one of each. Last episode, 
we picked the best of each division. Uh, our eight helmets coming into this uh, episode are representing the AFC East. It is the 1963 Jumbo New York Jet helmet representing the AFC North, the all white snow tiger Cincinnati Bengals helmet representing the AFC South. It is the 1981 to 1998 Houston Oilers helmet and representing the AFC West. It is the white on gold with baby blue trim Los Angeles Chargers helmet as Marcus is literally he can't even stand the sight of this helmet. We've had a whole seven days for you. Are you not over it either? And it still Uh, sucks. It it, it sucks, but I'm not a I'm not a rear view mirror guy. I'm a through the windshield guy. I'm going forward, not backward. I just have to. Those lumps are taken. It's time to move on. That's right. And you guys, you guys definitely get the chance to put some uh, pain, blues, and agony on it if you want. Um, but there's another another conference, another side of the coin, representing the NFC East is the 1985 to 1995 Philadelphia Eagles. For the NFC North, it is the 1970 to 79 traditional Green Bay Packers helmet. For the NFC South, it is the 2020 to current uh, Jolly Roger flag Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And for the NFC West, it is the 2016 Game 5 Arizona Cardinals metallic angry bird helmet that uh, we've uh, we've come to know and appreciate is I've got a puppy choir going off. Sounds of freedom. Other. Sounds of freedom indeed. Perhaps uh, uh, the most uh, specific helmet to advance is this uh, Arizona Cardinals helmet. It is. Uh, and of course, if you want to follow along for the imagery, you can always go to helmethistory.com. Is that correct, Tim? You can go to helmethistory.com, or if you want to even be more specific, you can go to our podcast website, nochanceinhelmet.podbean.com. You can see all of the helmets we've chosen for every division. All of the divisional winners have been bolded, and we will put uh, all of our rankings up after it all after it all washes out. So we are down to eight, four in the AFC, four in the NFC. And so instead of just doing this as a all-out battle royale, uh, where it's four on four, and then we pick one and it goes one on one, we're going to do this a, a classy way. I have on the screens that I'm sharing two wheels, one with all four of the AFC teams and one with all four of the NFC teams. I'm going to spin the wheel and then I'm going to spin the wheel again. And those two teams are going to be the teams that you put against each other. And one helmet walks off. They will go on and face the winner of the other and so on and so forth. Spin the wheel, make the deal. That's Spin right. Spin the wheel, make the deal. So, do we want to do the AFC or the NFC first? I, 
thinking NFC. NFC, NFC. yep. The National Football Conference. So that might be the last time we agree tonight. That's right. Oh no. Oh, oh no. Yikes. <laughs> well, here's the first big spin, boys. Here we go. Got a oh, nice spinning. Oh yeah. It's a healthy spin. spin. And team number one is the nineteen seventy to seventy nine Green Bay Packers. I'm removing them from the list. All right. And we spin again. Down to three. And it is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers jersey or helmets, not jerseys, helmets. A little rematch of the uh, 2022-23 NFL Week 3. How timely. I mean, yes, timely for us, but in a time capsule, it means relatively nothing. So uh, to get to where we are for these two helmets, the Green Bay Packers had to take on uh, the best of the Lions, which was the 1980, 1968 to 1970 helmet, uh, the 80 to 84 Minnesota Vikings, and the 82 to 96 Chicago Bears helmet. Um, and for the the opponent, the Buccaneers, they even had to beat their own, what some would say, their own best helmet in the fancy pirate helmet, uh, the creamsicle uh, helmet, the creamsicle era helmet. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had to beat the 2022 Mohawk Saints, the 2022 Black Panther helmet, and then the 1984, 1986 through 89 uh, red Atlanta Falcon helmet. So, Marcus, we'll start with you. I know that going into this through all the conversation, the the talk was this Packers helmet might be the weakest helmet of the eight that has made it into championship contention. Um, and there's also thoughts to this, you know, we've said it since the, the episode of the Souths where that Buccaneers helmet may not even be the best Buccaneers helmet of, of the two. Um, I know that maybe in a, a vacuum you could keep that, but head to head, where do you go? Do you go the seventies, uh, the seventies Packers or the modern day Buccaneers? So with the green Bay Packers helmet, you are correct. Uh, I do think it is the weakest to advance so far. However, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. However, I think this helmet's luck has run out. You could say that this helmet almost has no chance. Uh, it's, it's just, um, the Buccaneers helmet just tells me more about the team. Um, it's just hard to put into words, which is really what we're doing here, but it's just a better helmet. Um, the Packers helmet is just so bland. It's boring. I'm not a fan of the color scheme. Um, the Bucks helmet. I mean, you can sell me that like. That tell like it reminds me of this good era right now. Um, you know, with with Tom Terrific. Um, it's it's just got more. 
pizzazz. It's just got more substance. Um, it's got steak and sizzle. Um, whereas the Packers helmet is just, it's old, it's sturdy, it's reliable. It's gotten this far, but it's time is up. Um, it's not going any further. This is where the ride stops uh, for the Green Bay Packers helmet. What do you say, Todd? Okay. Uh, I agree with a lot of what you said. There is something to be said for iconic and nostalgic to the Green Bay Packers. Um, it's it's classic. It's smooth. That's one thing I will give the Green Bay Packers helmet. Like everything is smooth about it. But I'm with you. It 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 went way farther than it should have. And my thing is, I might be slightly biased when it comes to Tampa Bay. Uh, Buccaneers um, because I don't like them. I don't know why. I can't think of any reason that would be maybe they played somebody in the Super Bowl. I don't know. Uh. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> if it was the, uh, the the creamsicle ones, definitely. All the way. I still think the creamsicle Tampa Bay Buccaneers helmet is one of the best and that did not advance and it, it makes my heart hurt. But I do have to agree with Marcus. There is something about the Tampa Bay one, and I don't want to give in because I, I have an I have a anti Tampa Bay bias. But of the two, that one's the better one. The Green Bay Packer, like I said, has the the longevity. But man, oh man, of the two, that at least with the flag, and it is a pirate motif, so I kind of lean that way. Um, I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, even though I hate. You heard it here first. Todd is a pseudo buccaneer. Uh, is, oh, is, uh, he, he the buccaneers are raider adjacent, and uh, are are moving on to the NFC finals. Uh, the Bucks are going to have to go against either the nineteen eighty five ninety five Eagles, who. Definitely had a, a, a tough road to hoe going against the the current, the 77 to current uh, Dallas Cowboys, the, mm. ni- the 2020 to 2021 uh, Washington football team helmets and the 76 to 79 traditional Giants helmet with Giants emblazoned on the side. Um, but they don't just get a cakewalk into the finals they have to go against the angry metallic bird of the arizona cardinals helmet um they had to take on the classic 49ers helmet from 89 to 95 they had to take on the radioactive two-headed seattle seahawks bird helmet from the 2012 to current and they had to beat the Los Angeles Rams, the oldest helmet to make our tournament, uh, the 50 to 63 helmet. So, Todd, we'll start with you. We've got the Eagles, the traditional Kelly Green with the white wings on the sides going against this tough, shimmery, shiny, futuristic Arizona Cardinal, where where does your heart uh, lead you in uh, this adventure? Okay, so this is some serious bird-on-bird crime right here, having two bird helmets go up against each other. Um, but, I mean, that Angry Bird one, 
<clears throat> is a great helmet. Uh, the Fly Eagles Fly Green, like, is the era that I remember watching them. I really like the the green and the wing and and the kind of a slight outline, the white on the silver. Um, I'm also, you know, a fan of silver as a color. I'm not going to make that. Let me let that sway me. <laughs> but uh, like, I really that green that green and and winged helmet is simple, and it immediately gets you what you need to know. But there's something about the metallic red in the Cardinals' Angry Bird that he's like, I'm not here to mess around. I will peck your eyes out. I will peck your eyes out and eat your carcass. I don't know if car- Cardinals do that. But that helmet tells me it does. And so I'm going to have to lean towards the clean white with the metallic red uh, Angry Bird. I don't know if most Cardinals do, but this one absolutely will pick the bones. Mm-hmm. Of any any carcass it runs up on, uh, Marcus, what say you? Uh, I'm unsure if Cardinals usually do uh, feast on the carcasses of fallen prey, but it does on this night. Um, yeah, it's. I was very close to going with the Eagles. I think this is the toughest matchup that I can foresee happening because the Eagles helmet. It's such a classic. Um, where unlike the Packers helmet, um, I feel like this helmet uh, is timeless. Uh, I don't, I don't feel like you know. Even though this is a uh, you know a helmet from the '80s, it doesn't necessarily look out of place. Um, like I feel like this could be worn in today's game. Uh, it, of course, the silver wings with the white outline. It's just, it's a good touch. It's the solid green. The, the the silver face mask, silver grayish face mask is a nice touch as well. But that Cardinals helmet, it's a little bit of old school. Uh, you get a little bit of new school in there with the metallic. And uh, can you uh, switch to the picture, please, Mr. Tim? Yes, of course I can. Um, and, and, and yeah, of course, the, the angry Cardinal, right? This Cardinal means business. Uh, it is here to... Uh, uh, peck at your eyeballs. It's here to take the ball away from you. It's here to eat your lunch. Um, so I am going to go with the Cardinals helmet, but it is very, very close to me. I agree with you on the closeness of it because I do like the, you know what I will say about the Eagles one, the Eagles one, it looks a little like simple and dirty, just mm. like the town. You know what I mean? Just like Philadelphia, as we said, certain helmets, kind of represent the cities that they're in uh that does but like i said by a smidge by an inch one one a the cardinals you know move on for me yeah not not the right uh team but the right town uh the that uh that eagles helmet is very gritty much like the city um but uh so saith the uh the sultans so so goes the angry bird the arizona cardinals helmet the NFC side is set, but we have a another side to pick from. So we got the AFC wheel. Let's spin the wheel. Let's make, make a deal. the deal. And Good we've spin. got the 1981 to 1989 Tennessee Titans, the Houston Oilers, and they are going to go against this. This could be so tough right here. The 2020 to current day 
Los Angeles Chargers. Um, Todd, um, we'll start with you. Uh, the, the Oilers, the Oilers have definitely had, or not the Oilers, excuse me, the, uh, the Titans, uh, had a long road to get here. First of all, they had to beat their current team to, to have their older representative make the way, um, to get to where they are now. They had to beat the all red, uh, Houston Texans helmet from this season, uh, the 2022 season, the 1995 to 2008 Jacksonville Jaguars helmet and the Peyton Manning era 95 to 03 Indianapolis Colts helmet. Uh, but they're going against the Chargers who beat the Spetrox ponies in the, uh, the Denver Broncos, as well as the 74 to current Kansas City Chiefs and the John Madden and Al Davis uh, 2021 tribute helmets. Um, Todd, I believe if I'm quoting you correctly, the San, the Los Angeles chargers helmets have soft colors for a soft team. And I yes. know how much we all have, have loved, uh, the run that the Tennessee Titans Oilers helmet has made in the playoffs. Um, I'm not going to think that this is a revenge game, but I think the chicken's already in the pot on this one from both sides of the house. So is it just a formality, Todd? I don't know. That Chargers helmet is really nice. I mean, it looks so pretty, a pretty helmet. Lightning. Who doesn't like lightning? It flashes in this. Dear God, this is a walkover. This is a trouncing this is probably one of the biggest like uh wins that we're gonna have on this whole show it's oilers all day all night twice on sunday absolutely cosign and i'm gonna save my thoughts for the oilers helmet for the afc finals that's very fair um los angeles you you tried uh you know the only reason you got there is because todd and marcus couldn't agree Let's just let's call a spade a spade. I don't know why they're mad at you. They should have been mad at themselves for letting you get that far. Uh, but neither here nor there. The the Oilers, the classic Oilers, the Tennessee Titans advance, but they may go against some tough competition. Uh, one of the oldest helmets to the oldest helmet to make it this far. The 1963 Jumbo Jet beat out the 65 to 73 Buffalo Bills, the 69 to 73 Smiling Miami Dolphin, and the 79, uh, 87 to 89 uh, Downed Patriot uh, in the three point stance with the numbers on the back. But they're going against the young upstart. The rookie, the rookie monster, the snow bangle, Cincinnati bangle helmet. Uh, they beat out the 0405 Cleveland Browns helmet, the 96 to 98 Ravens helmet, and the 63 to 76 Pittsburgh Steelers helmet to get this far. Marcus, I know there was a lot of novelty in 
the 63 Jets helmet, mm-hmm. making it this far as what the heck is a Jet in football anyways, and this actually lived true to the name. But is modern sensibility going to weigh out or win out for you in this one? Or are you uh, sticking to your guns on uh, your thought processes on the Jets? Can I see the picture for the other one, too, please? Okay. Boy, I'm really conflicted. Um, I know that this is uh, going going to date the podcast, but I want to be... Respectful and say R.I.P. to Coolio. Uh, late breaking news. Uh, R.I.P. Wait, 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 wait. Like Gangsters Paradise Coolio. Gangsters Paradise Coolio. Come on, man! You can't. Go ahead. So, uh, so scooping sad. and booping, unfortunately, is uh, what we do. Uh, that being said, um, I feel like it's only appropriate to pick the one. That's most gangster to pick the one that is the coldest. Uh, and that is this Cincinnati Bengals, uh, you know, snow Bengal alternate helmet. Uh, it's just, it's everything I want. Um, it's, it's sleek. It's sexy. It's aggressive. Uh, it means business. And, um, it's it's unfortunately um, for the Jets, it, it's a cakewalk uh, into the next round, as far as I'm concerned. Todd, you're the uh, the last path of resistance for the Snow Bengal Tiger. What say you? Okay, as easy as the Oilers versus the Chargers was, this was as just as hard for me. I love oh. the sleek new. I love the sleek new look of the the Bengals, the white Bengal tiger, the snow tiger, whatever. That's beautiful. The white, uh, the the black stripes on the white helmet with the black face mask that really pops, and the orange and black B. But I really like that Jets helmet. I mean, uh, just because it's got that typical like, like we said, the Jets. Like you always just saw J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets on the side. You never really saw anything that would resemble the jet till we saw this one and i really like it the thing that hurts this one and i could have looked it up is that it's in black and white on helmet history i think if it had been in color um it would have you know piqued my interest a little more um um, tim's causing trouble and bringing it up he's bringing it up um like the green the white with that jets that just looks so classic Oh, now I will say, I don't know if this is uh, admissible in court because uh, no other helmet had the benefit of having an alternate source. Mm -hmm. So that is true. That is true. I see what you're, I see your your, uh, objection. I don't know if it's going to be overruled or not, but uh, it is tough because white and black, like black is, is, is a color, like I said, that every other team wants and i hate when they have but the bengals get to have black in their costumes i call them costumes um because (laughs) because they're you know they're pretending they're pretending Um, fake sport football right um but oh man oh i almost wish i had a coin to flip but uh i'm gonna go with i want to see what happens i'm gonna go with the jets 
Ooh. I want to stir it up. I want to make trouble. I want to see what the Tim Meister, the MC of Helmet Podcasts, is going to say about it. Um, Todd, I'm sorry, but this is an easy dunk for That's me. That's what I figured. It's the, snow, it. it's the snow bangle, man. I'll take the L. I just wanted it's to fine. give a little strife. I just no, wanted to I give a little, a little something. A little, but you know. This Jets helmet could have beat a couple other helmets in the tournament. Unfortunately, they didn't get to play anybody on the NFC. Yeah. Oh, they, the NFC, the Jets helmet would have walked. It would have been chalk. I mean, they, I mean, they would have had to go against the Angry Bird and the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. But I think that might have been the only competition for the Jets helmet. Whereas... I, I, and I'm, I'm I'm easy with it. I'm with it. Like I said, there was a small part of me that just wanted to be contrarian. Right. But I have no problem with this helmet because I was on board from even before this podcast started. For sure, for sure. So we're down to four. Boys, it is the metallic Angry Bird Arizona Cardinals going against the 2020 to current day Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, Todd, we'll, we'll start with you. What is going to be your NFC representative, uh, making the way to the championship game? Cause we can't say the other thing. Cause I don't want to owe Goodell anything. The helmet bowl, the helmet bowl. That works. That works. Um, I, they are. I don't want to say they're equally good because there is one that I like a little bit more. But the fact that there's a certain player in that Buccaneers helmet is uh, is making me feel icky. Um, but I do have to go with the Carrion Cardinals. You know what I mean? Just those angry birds. Like, of the two, I think Pirate Motif should always win. But if we're going to go between the two of these, I have to go slick red and black and yellow on smooth white. Uh Arizona Cardinals out of the two out of those two Cardinals all day Marcus what do you got while the um, the flags the swords the pirate motif if you will uh, helped advance the Buccaneers this far I think this is a case of uh, simpler is better less is more and I think that favors the Arizona Cardinals. So I'm going to agree with Todd. And I'm going to triple stamp the double stamp and send the Arizona Cardinals as the NFC representative in the first and possibly last ever helmet bowl. Well, shoot the cannons. The The, the Buccaneers are, are deep six. Uh, thanks to the metallic angry bird, the Arizona Cardinals making it to the finals of the helmet bowl. Uh, but the, the competition for that is going to be very tough as we've got two no doubter helmets here. Uh, first is the 2022 white snow bangle, the white bangle tiger helmet, but it's going against the 81 to 89 Houston Oilers throwback Tennessee Titan helmet. This is this is the the epitome, the epitome of old school meets new school. Literally one of the newest helmets we had 
as a representative in the tournament against a helmet that we have said in the the quarter gimmick this is the helmet you wanted this is a helmet's helmet from the striping to the coloring to everything we have we have said it time and time again that this Oilers helmet is cream of the crop a number one top of the heap but can the new school beat it out Marcus what do you got uh, this is the hardest matchup for me so far. Uh, the Bengals helmet. It's so sexy, but it's also fierce and it's functional and it tells me everything about the team it even tells me lies about the team. Like the helmet is better than the team and the, the Oilers helmet. I mean, you want to talk about a timeless classic. You want to talk about something that tells you who this team is a little bit of grit, uh, maybe even a little bit of Americana with the red, white, and blue. That's not in your face though. Uh, and of course, it is the oil rig on the side of the helmet. And it's not a little oil rig. You could say it's a Titan-sized oil rig. I'm really torn. Then I'm going to let you sit. I'm going to let you stew. Todd. Yes. What you got between the modern-day Bengals and the old, reliable Oilers representing the Tennessee Titans? I just want everybody to know I got goosebumps two helmets going head to head this is the hardest matchup that will ever happen on a helmet podcast anywhere that being said i i I agree with marcus that old and you too tim old and new whether you want to go throwback or modern both have style that's one thing i you cannot deny about these helmets they have style um the black and the white with the black face mask new modern I I may have used this word too much on the podcast, but crisp, that is crisp. That's like biting into a fresh apple crisp, right? Mm. Just beautiful. It's going to look nice on the HD. Um, Just, you know, like you said, it might lie a little bit about the, uh, the Bengals, but you know, they're going to look good lying. We're going to say that they're not lions. They're Bengals. Um, So uh, over at uh, the uh, Houston Oilers one, I'm with Marcus on that. Red, white, and blue, but not, what would you say, rah, 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 America in your face. Right. It's it's subtle. It is subtle. And the red, the white, and the blue on the, the, the over the stripes over the top with the gap, that looks good because it's not compacted, as I said. And then you with the, like you said, the oil rig on the top, it's Titan. It's strong like bull, if you get my meaning, the, the oil rig on the side. So, do you want me to make my decision now, Tim? Now that I've that we've both got our pieces in, Marcus, go ahead. You've had a little time to think. Todd's maybe added some more dirt onto a grave or dug someone out. Who do you got, got between the Oilers and the Snow Bengals? I'll go. If I would have had to make a decision forty-five seconds ago, I would have went with the Bengals. Right now, I'm going to go with the Oilers. 
All right. I know this is a non-visual podcast, so I will explain when I do it, boys and girls. Here's my choice. Oh, boy. I am a throwback Oilers fan. Wow. I'm holding an Oilers mug in my hand that I used to drink from. When the Raiders moved to Los Angeles, I was not a big fan of it. I was young and dumb and stupid, and I, like my loyalties were tested. But I kind of went to, ten, to, to the Houston Oilers. I loved their helmet. I loved all about it. And then I came back when they went back to Oakland. Now they're in Vegas. I'm, I'm 100% behind that. But that helmet is the most beautiful helmet to me that's ever been laid upon someone's dome to smack and run around, you know, out in the field. I love the Houston Oilers uh, helmet. I'm going with the Houston Oilers. That is so good. That was, that was hard. That was very, very difficult. That was very difficult. We are now down to two, but we're going to take a little bit of reprieve. I know that we've racked our brains a little bit to get to this point. Um, but it is the big game for us and we won't necessarily be around uh, together for this podcast come February when either the Chiefs or the Raiders take on whatever representative from the NFC makes it to uh, the big game with the halftime show brought to you by Rihanna. Um, Fenny. <laughs> that's right. Um, but in conversations off air with Todd, I think it'd be good to talk about uh, some sort of uh, Sunday traditions that you would have during uh, the big game, whether it's uh, your ideal feast or your beverages or what you what you look for most look forward to most in the game itself. I know there's certain people who when when you talk that big game, um, it's really a three headed monster between the product on the field. And then there's the content in between the game, the the Super Bowl commercials, and then of course the halftime show. Um, so if, if either of you have any thoughts on any parts of those, whether it be historical memories of previous halftime shows or favorite commercials or or things you enjoy to consume during the big game on Sunday. Uh, I think now's the time to kind of air it out there and uh, get a little topical before we have to make a, a final ultimate decision on the the greatest NFL helmet of all time. I will go first because I have uh, probably uh, the lesser amount of experience when it comes to uh, big game partying and prep. Uh, so the last couple of years, my layout, uh, I've liked my pizza from my local pizza place um and i i want pizza because i want something that i can a a main portion of a meal that i can consume but not all at once where oh i eat it and now it's gone i want something that i can continually munch on uh as a main course throughout the game i also want my boneless uh chicken wings Uh, i'm a boneless man it's more chicken it's less wing um, so again, uh, just a little snackaroo on the side, uh, something that is also shareable. I need some kind of, uh, chip. I do like a tortilla chip. 
with. We're going to scoop and boop really quick. We're putting a timestamp on this. Judge hit 61. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Marcus is happy again. Who do you think you are? He is. <laughs> All right, continue on with your uh, your big game Sunday talk. Now that you, you got a, a new song in your heart. Oh, man. Pay the man. $450 million coming his way. Uh, so I need a tortilla chip with uh, I'm not a salsa man, but I do like to dip my salsa. I don't like to scoop. I don't like all the chunks. I'm a smoothie man. Uh, so give me that as another thing to munch on. But uh, with all of you know that food, oh, sorry, I uh, alerted uh, the consortium with my celebration. Let me uh, explain <laughs> to her. Um, but with all that food, I need something a little light. So I need fruit there. So uh, the big game happens where it's not a you know very seasonal time for fruit. But if I can still have some apples, if I can get some grapes, uh, you know, possibly maybe some tiny little oranges. Uh, I need something light along those lines to just kind of you know mix in a little bit of good with all the bad that's being uh, taken in. Uh, and then when it comes to my drink assortment, uh, I definitely need that sweet Southern champagne, good old Coca-Cola, uh, a two liter or cans. Either one's fine. Um, I also need something that is still sweet without being carbonated. So I'm looking at a sweet iced tea. Uh, and then uh, I also need some water just to kind of. Uh, reset everything as a little bit of a palate cleanser. And then I usually end my Super Bowl, uh, usually end like the third going into the fourth quarter, uh, with some hot tea. Because it mm. is still uh, pretty cold during that time of year. And that's usually like, you know, when I'm done eating everything, it's like the hot tea uh, kind of purifies me. Um, Fair enough. start with the hot tea um, because I'm a firm believer in if it's a hot liquid, there better be noodles in it. <laughs> um, that's the only thing that I'm doing with hot liquid is soup. I don't drink coffee. I don't drink hot tea. Maybe if I'm under the weather, hot tea for like a throat or something like that, that's a little bit, a little bit of honey. That's different. But I'm with you on the pizza. Pizza is a must at any Super Bowl extravaganza. Um, depending on when I grew up, my favorite pizza place was not opened on Sunday and they did not care about Super Bowl Sunday or football. So I couldn't have that, my, but now they have new owners, and they're open on Sunday, so I've had the last couple of Super Bowls. I had my favorite pizza, so that was good. Always pepperoni. I'm looking at you. You know who you are. Pepperoni is the best. Um, but Number one. Number one. A Tim's pizza, on board. A pizza, a plain pizza, is pepperoni and cheese. Yes. Correct. I'm glad we. that's the most important thing we've come together on here today. <laughs> It's it's as if uh, it's the scene from Predator when Schwarzenegger, oh. but there's three hands instead of two. Yep. That's what that pepperoni. Is. Yep, right down the arms. Pepperoni. Um, Standard. 
Standard, yep. So that's great. But I don't know how you guys are on a white pizza. No. Mm. No, okay. Now, my thing is I'm not big on white pizza, but there's a pizza place around here that does steak and cheese pizza, which is a double crust steak and cheese. So it's it's kind of a, you know, a steak and cheese with the, the like dough on top and on the bottom. What? Like a stuffed pizza? Yes. And it's the best. So I'll grab some of that too. And that is fantastic. That's only really the only white pizza that I do. Um, so I'll have that, you know, like if you're having a party, I'm not going to eat all that on my own. Um, right. Wings, they have to be bone in, not bone out. Um, they're the best. I don't care if there's there, if it's work, whatever. It tastes better because they're crispier with the skin on it. Um, whatever they say they do with those boneless and meat nuggets or whatever they are, not for me. Then you have to have, there's a place around here that has the best blue cheese around. Blue oh. cheese and celery to go with the wings. And I'll even dip the crust of the pizza in the blue cheese at times. Okay. So, so good. So good. So that's really my mainstay. If I'm going to get a chip, and then they're not a sponsor of the show, is if I don't know if you've ever heard of Gibbles chips. No. Gibbles is an old school chip. Like their motto is we make our chips with real potato. We we cook them in lard, not like Alestra, nothing healthy, nothing. And then we douse it in salt. So it's lard-based potato chips with salt. They are so good. So, so good. So I have those. And that's my chip. Maybe a, an onion dip, French onion dip with pretzels or chips. That's fantastic. Yes, Gibbles. Um, you're bringing it up. And uh, so that's kind of like the, 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 the main food groups for a drink. If uh, I'm anti-Marcus here, I'm a diet Pepsi man born and bred. Uh, I will buy the 16.9-ounce bottles in the six-pack, and I will buy them when they're on sale in bulk. When I say bulk, I mean 12 six-packs at a time because I know <laughs> I'm going through them. And that's my drink of choice, a cold, cold diet Pepsi. And then on top of that, if it's a, uh, uh, a, a an adult beverage – it's uh, the champagne of beers, Miller High Life, all the way, all the way. Maybe a mixed drink occasionally if I'm out, but champagne of beers, babe. And that's my thing. And I don't really do a dessert because I'm not supposed to have sweets. But right. after I eat all that, I can't have it. You know what I mean? Right, for sure. For sure. Well, you've already had a buffet of, of, exactly. of, of good delectable treats. Right. I always um, said the only thing I've ever unboxed is a whole pizza. That's right. <laughs> um, it's three for three on pizza for me. Um, a good strong buffalo chicken dip uh, at uh, at the big game is a must. Uh, some sort of like um, they call it like sticks and stones. The little smokies with the meatballs in the the barbecue jelly sauce. Okay, that that is really key for me. Um, drink. I'm I'm a Pepsi guy over yeah. Coke, but I feel as though and Marcus and I have had this conversation before. If you're a Pepsi guy, you'll drink Coke, but if you're a Coke guy, you'll never touch a Pepsi. Never really tested that theory. I'll drink like if I'm out and some waitress says, "Oh, I'll have a Pepsi with a Coke." I'm like, "Is it a, is it RC? Is it whatever? Just put it in a glass and I'll drink it as long See? as it's diet." Right. And that's the Pepsi drinker. But if I know the times that Marcus and I have gone out and Marcus will go, uh, I'll have a Coke. If they say Pepsi, he'll go, yeah, root beer. 
or or uh ooh uh I have tea. Like he will avoid drinking Pepsi as if it were like infant blood. Uh, I'm toilet water. Pretty good. Infant blood's really good. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps um, me young. That's right. It's the secret sauce. Um as far as like any other snacks go, I don't really know. Um I guess I'll have I have a couple of months to figure out what the next extravaganza will be for my my belly. Um as far as like Super Bowl commercials go. Is there like a specific brand you always kind of look for to see what they do? Like I know for the longest time it was like the Budweiser Clydesdales had theirs. Um usually Coke had something that was the polar bear. The the yeah. polar bear oh, no. before. Um but then they also did like they usually do something unifying. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um the well, what what brand was was up? Was that Budweiser too? That was Budweiser. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if it was Budweiser or Bud Light. All right, you um, two guys are you too, are you too young to remember the Bud Bowl? No, I, I remember. Think Marcus it. might be. I know they brought it back a couple of times. but yeah. that was always fun. Yeah. They had the cans out and they played football on the field. Um, you don't remember it, that, Marcus? Not ringing a bell. All right. Is Go there a specific? Is there a specific, not going through all of the, the commercials we've ever seen, but is there any, like, commercial that stands out to you as kind of, like, most memorable? I know on the spot asking you without preparation, um, is there anything that stands out? Not really. There's only one that I can't remember what beer it was. There was one that I uh, just, with Angry Beaver. It was a guy who showed. It was a guy dressed as a beaver, and he showed up at a party, like an outdoor party, and he would just chew on things. And like the one guy had a peg leg, so he chewed. He chewed on the peg leg, and then the guy fell over. And it was oh, it was Evil Beaver, Evil Beaver, not Angry Beaver. Sorry. And it was like <laughs> Miller Lite. Yes, it, it, that's the one that stuck with me because every once in a while I'll, I'll like be like, "Watch out, the Evil Beaver will get you." And people think it's some sexual thing, but it's. Are you gonna play it? Yes, I am. I got it queued up if it'll actually no play. But yeah, you, you there we go. Some. No sound, but uh, yeah, that's but, the, it's it, it kind of gets there. But yeah, that's the one that I'll always remember. And it kind of had like a heavy metal overtone to it, like a guitar. So uh, that's the one that I'll always remember. But I'm not. a there, Yes, there's the evil beaver. Um, but uh, I kind of not a big fan of the people who are just there for the commercials alone, though. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's annoying. I'm like, don't be, uh, you know, that person. Right. Marcus, what about you? Uh, the one that jumps to mind for me is uh, Terry Tate, right? Is that his name? Office linebacker? Yes. Terry yes. Tate, office linebacker. I think that's 03 from the 02 season. So, yeah. Uh, I just remember that was that permeated uh you know high school culture um i think he was referenced probably at least for the next three or four years so pretty effective uh marketing and commercial yeah i remember that now yeah the the uh, terry tate office batman. linebacker is a classic mm-hmm. um for this in modern times uh i'm fine with people who are there for for just the commercials but if you do it the best way i've ever seen this done is at the house 
if there's multiple TVs. Yep. Where one room is for the game and the other room is for like the games on in the background, but we're really here to watch the commercials or talk with people. Yeah. Like, you know, there's there's the serious room and then there's the fun room. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on which way you look at it, however you you classify your fun, um, and then and then you have to classify your fun by, and I think Marcus will understand too, and you and you'll understand how much you're into the game, mm-hmm. right? Like the year that it was the Eagles playing the Patriots, mm-hmm. I just hope that like on the way to the game, both their planes hit each other. That was like, because I was like, there's no win for me in this game because I had right. two friends. Who close friends who was one was a Patriots fan, one was an Eagles. Um, and the Eagles fan hadn't won a Super Bowl yet. So I'm like, who do I want to? And I hate it, but you know, then if like the Raiders are in it, you're you're, you know, or the Kansas City Chiefs, you're you don't want to be bothered. You're like hyper focused. So there's like a it's gotta be that fun, you know what I mean? Like two teams maybe you don't care about or whatever. Like that will change the dynamic of the party for me, depending on what who's playing. For sure, for sure. Um, that, that, that's definitely the way to go. Um, Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, is there anyone better than Prince? I don't know. I have to like look over them. I mean, for me, it comes down to Prince and Michael Jackson. I would say it's down to those two, but it's probably Prince just with, uh, with the rain falling down during purple rain, like I don't mm-hmm. think you can, you can top that. So I'm gonna go ahead and, uh, you know, go chalk with Prince. I would say Prince. The only way it could be beat is if uh, ACDC does the halftime show. That's it. That's all I gotta say. Fair enough. But I feel like if they if that's the case, then the Raiders have to make it right. Yeah, so they could play back in black. Right. For yeah. sure. I think that's a good reprieve, a good way to get our mind off of the task at hand, a good palate cleanser before we get to the finale. Two teams have made it to the finals, two helmets of uh, the head of each class, head of each conference. Representing the NFC is the 2016 Game 5 Arizona Cardinals metallic angry bird. And representing the AFC is the 1981 to 1998 Houston Oilers helmet for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, There's a possibility it could be Titans Cardinals in the Super Bowl this year. If we pick it, hey, crazier things have happened. Like the Simpsons. You know? (laughs) Um, But uh, it's come down to these two. Uh, take your conference allegiance and put them aside. We're talking about the purity of the helmets. Uh, Todd, is it the Cardinals or is it the Titans? This in a walk is the Oilers. I'm not going to do a big walk up and and do all the, the things. I mean, just because the Angry Bird is nice, but there's so little else there. There's so much going on that, like I said, this helmet makes love to the eyes. The Houston Oilers one. There's just so much there. The the blue, the white, the the red. It's it, in perfect, you know, proportions. I don't know what else. The red face mask. It's just to me, that's the, the perfect helmet. 
Yeah, I think this this helmet bowl, um, it it's new school versus old school. It's the futuristic look of the Cardinals versus the timeless classic tough look of the Oilers. Um, you know, the Oilers are looking to uh, run the ball and and use some play action to their advantage. The the Cardinals, I mean, they're 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 West Coast offense. They're spreading out the field and. They're looking for the deep ball, uh, and they're looking to score a home run uh, every snap. It's 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 a close game. It's it's closer than I think, but I think in the end, the Oilers are able to pound the ball in, uh, drain the clock, and it's uh it's just too overwhelming for the Arizona Cardinals uh, to compete with. So I'm gonna go with the timeless classic look of the Houston Oilers. I can't say I'm shocked. Um, I think the Arizona Cardinals cannot be mad at being the representative of the NFC um, by by looks alone. But the Tennessee Titans are very lucky that the Houston Oilers are in their lineage. This is the perfect combination of nostalgia and timelessness. Uh not only do they remind us of a time gone by, but they are still just as good looking uh, now as they were before. Kind of frozen in ice and pulled out and still the same still the same old kid you saw before. So a big congratulations to the Tennessee Titans by way of the Houston Oilers uh, as being the ultimate NFL helmet of all time. I don't know how long it takes before we run this back. Uh, if, if ever needed. Um, I think that the, the council of, of, of helmet talk can, can reconvene. Uh, if someone were to possibly uh, step to the crowd or step to the crown of the, uh, the Oilers helmet here. But I, I think that, you know, barring something super incredible, I think the only way this helmet ever gets beaten is if the Titans do a modernized version of this helmet as a throwback. Right. Like an updated, like the Bengals white and black, but I'm not saying it would be white and black Oilers, but they would do something there modern. I get you. I, I'm with, I'm with you on that. Like if they metallicized this same colors, but it's the metallic blue with the metallic red, same spacing. And then like a, a shimmery metallicized uh, oil rig on the side, man. Can't hey, tell me nothing until they put holograms on the side of helmets. <laughs> I think we're good for, you know what I mean? I think so. I think we we've picked uh, the top of the heap. If if we could have vetoed and, and thrown any helmet in that we didn't get in consideration that you felt probably should have been represented farther, um, aside from your Homer picks, is there a helmet that you think didn't get the love that it probably should have? Not saying it would have won, because I think this would have won regardless of um, the path that it took. I don't know that there was really anything that was in its way that could have gotten here. 
I don't know. I don't know. I, I In my heart of hearts, it was always the Houston Oilers. I'm going to tell you that up front now. That was the one I was hoping for. Um, I mean, I wouldn't have been sad, but I don't think there's any other one that I would have been like, oh, my God, that one didn't get enough love. I, I can't really think of any off the top of my head. And then I have right. a question after Marcus answered. Sure. No, I think the, the creamsicle boxes are the only other helmet I can think of that um, could have went as far. Um, but, you know, I just don't think that – I didn't anticipate uh, this Oilers helmet um, winning the whole thing. But, uh, you know, just episode by episode going on this journey with you, Todd and, and Tim, uh, you know, this is just the the right pick, man. It, um, it just – I think exemplifies football the best out of all the helmets. And um, I'm, I'm happy with the process. I'm happy with the road that we took uh, and happy to do it with you fine fellas. Yes. So then you, what would have happened in your mind if it went up against the chiefs, this helmet? I, I think it's this helmet. Um, yeah. I, I just think that this helmet is um, kind of unbeatable right now. Um, and I'm going to say the same thing. If the Raiders helmet had made it in the AFC West, I would have picked his helmet. I would have picked the Oilers' helmet over the Raiders. I mean, it's my life's blood, but I'm going by what looks good, and that's that's it. And I want to concur with Marcus, Tim, you and Marcus. It's been a privilege ranking helmets with you, without question. It has been it has been a good ride and a fun ride, and it's a ride that you could only experience on the soon to be named network. Soon to be named network.com, soon to be named network.tumblr.com is your home for this. And so many other podcasts, including but not limited to the the offerings of Todd here with Longbox Heroes and Longbox Heroes After Dark. Go to longboxheroes.com. See everything that's there. Uh, subscribe to the Patreon. Uh, you can get uh, previewing the past. You can get um, Piro Mounties. You can get uh, 12 Never Seen Films. Uh, there's so many uh, historical and future bonus shows that you'll be able to consume on the Patreon just for uh, a quick subscription. So do yourself a favor. Check that out. Um, or Marcus is offering a final wrestling place where me and Marcus take the nouns of professional wrestling, assign them arbitrary red points and green points, and put them in either the good place or the bad place, um, and so much more. Covering the gamut of pop culture, from wrestling to comics to to mobile games and even serious topics and beyond, at STBN Network on Twitter is your spot for for all of that. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, you absolutely can uh, at Roker the Joker for Todd, at Not the Toolman for me, at the Wrestling Speakeasy for Marcus. If you know, you know. Uh, follow the podcast at Helmet Podcast. Um, I'm sure we'll tweet uh, as new helmets come out, as conversations arise, as as the football season goes deeper. Uh, check all that out. And we thank each and every one of you for being here along the ride. A special shout out to our third man, the Jingle Meister, Mr. David Kincannon, Dwicky, um, for the fantastic theme song that he uh, put together uh, for this podcast. And uh, DJ for putting the logo together for us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, the Dude, T-H-E-D-O-O-G-E. Uh, just celebrated a birthday. Happy 21st to him. Um, but it has been a good, fun ride here. Uh, dreams don't just stay dreams. If you pester long enough and you come through on one bet, 
Uh, you can make anything happen. Just ask Todd. So, uh, for Todd and Marcus, I'm Tim. This has been a blast. Um, but I think there's only two words of wisdom to leave you with, guys. Always keep your helmet on. Remember, life's tough. Wear a helmet. But the rest got no chance.